Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Latinas Watching Bravo. And we are going to get into reunion for Potomac um, part one of the four part series. But before we do, just to give a little recap, ladies, did we have anything to say of the of the Hugers uh, 25th wedding anniversary? I, I have a couple of fashion comments, but that's about it. Uh, ladies, did you have anything that stands out to you? Um, of course, <laughs> I thought it was shady the way they zoomed in on Karen's wig. Um, you know, the hairline, you know, that was a little shady. Um, I love how they sh- they shaded also like the outside of the venue. Yes, um, I was gonna say the same. I mean, okay, it was beautiful for 20, on the inside. 25 year anniversary, I have to agree a little bit. I used to yeah. do events, I mean, that uh, the outside, I don't know. What, what do you guys yeah. feel about that? Big deal or do I that? honestly feel like, you know how like um, housewives some, sometimes do like influencer stuff and like local places will like donate, you mm-hmm. know, or like they're like, yeah. we'll get this to you for free if you just put it like in your stories or whatever. Like I almost feel like she either had a friend that maybe owns it or like, you know, does events there or something because she seems too like, you know, yeah. she's the grand dame. Like, right. she seems like she would care so much about appearances. Um. Mm-hmm. But I will say the inside was much different. So there is that. Like, it looked mm-hmm. nicer on the inside, for sure. The inside was beautiful. Again, the <laughs> detail-oriented side of me is like, what do you mean, staircase? Like, the whole I think she wanted her grand entrance, but it wasn't practical. But she did it. I'll give her that. She made it up and down. <laughs> and she survived. And she dropped it low and did her thing. Like That was her. cute. I mean, but here, okay, here's the thing. Like, okay. So we used to do a lot of, of galas and I uh, did all the event coordination. You like, it just doesn't even make sense. You can't welcome people into a, a happy hour and send them upstairs. That's just not fun for your guests who are now Poor Giselle with her boot. <laughs> right. Poor Giselle looked at that like, oh God, you know, that long zoom look <laughs> she gave it. And you want people to be comfortable. And now they've had a couple of drinks and they got to walk down the, the stairs. That's like a yeah. liability waiting to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And then just like the altar, like all the beautiful floral arrangements are in the way. I think what she wanted was, um, what we call like the theater podium, which if she would have just picked a flat space, they could have built a little um, platform, uh, like two steps where now they're elevated eye level and everybody in the room can see as opposed to like next up greenage foliage. And we can't see the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dress. Um, and her dress was really pretty. Like it was stunning. I and her body it. was snatched. Like she looked amazing. She like, looked gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. I was praying though, as she walked down those, st- <laughs> then the dramatic music. <laughs> they played like the frightening music. Like da, 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 it was, da. yeah, it was like the music choice was like, like anxiety ridden. Like Yes. We were all just holding our breath. Like, please. And I was like, please don't fall in front of out, Please. Please, like, because I, I did appreciate that they were both still shady at the yeah. end. I forgot what Karen said about Giselle, but she was like, no, no, let me not say anything because we're good now. <laughs> she, but she threw shade at Giselle. And then in Giselle's confessional also, oh, because of the line about friendship um, in yeah. their vows. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was shaking my head. Fucking Giselle, even as they're reciting wedding vows. 
of 25 years, she's sitting there saying, maybe it's a friendship, but I'm not going to talk about all the DMs that Karen slides into. And I was just like, oh, oh my gosh. God. You're the just worst. Stop. Just give it up. This is why everyone hates you. Oh. <laughs> um, and then my only other fashion thing, I don't even care about the Michael Darby fight. Of it yeah, all. I know. Um, I just couldn't stand what Ashley was wearing. Like what Ashley was wearing, and I was laughing at Wendy not being able to even. Oh move. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got stuck in the Uber and then couldn't move. Or sit. <laughs> She's like, oh, something ripped. <laughs> mm. I did think yeah. Robin looked really nice, though. I was pleasantly surprised she didn't look boring. Uh, Robin looked really pretty. I think Ascala gets my best dress for the season. Amazing. I love. Her. Oh, also Dying. shout out to Giselle's wig. You know what though? Watching her um walk in and I said, you know, she is a gorgeous woman because she's able to pull off a bedazzled sneaker and a boot. And she's just so pretty that she can do it. <laughs> she can walk yeah. around with like, you know, not even matching nothing. Like <laughs> I was just like, you, you know what? You're right, Giselle. You are. Who said that? Wendy, I think last reunion said you suffer from pretty girl syndrome. You're so pretty. You don't have to try. <laughs> yeah. I feel like her whole life has been like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I will say one thing I wanted to mention the whole at the end, how Robin and Juan were trying, or maybe it was the middle of the episode. They were trying to push that whole baby thing mm-hmm. and how oh, he got mad yeah. when she was like, well, you don't want to change it. But I'm like, Stop trying to push this baby thing. That's not mm-hmm. gonna happen. It's just mm-hmm. like they're trying not, to make but up also, a story. He was line. the one saying he wanted a little girl. He, it was him over and over mm-hmm. um, telling her he wanted another baby when he hasn't even been. I mean, he obviously has been a better father, like as they've gotten older. But she always told the story that he, when he was, you know, having his affairs and also playing basketball, like she basically raised their kids who were like a year apart. Like by herself, mm-hmm. not even knowing who he was lying in bed with or what he was doing, and he acts like it's so easy. Just have another baby. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. He gets he got so offended by that, and he was like, "What do you mean I didn't change your diaper?" And she's like, "Well, you didn't," and he didn't. He got so angry at that. I'm like, "Come on, like stop it, stop it." She's not gonna have a baby see. at 42, right? Right. I mean, she could if she wanted to, if they were, they don't seem to be in that place though. Like, you no. know, plenty right. of people these days have kids older. That's not a right. big deal, but, right. they, but he, not. he seems better. Like, you know, than the stories she tells when they were younger and all the, his actions and stuff. But like when they have arguments, it's clear that he still has some maturing and some like issues to sort through from either his parents or his childhood or like maybe guilt, you know, from like fucking things up when he was cheating, you know? Like, but he, mm-hmm. to get that offended that you're a grown man and you storm out and like drive off is like, that's not mature. That's not how you argue. Like, yeah. And a- it's what he said, right. It's not even that he's mad that he needs to make this up to her. He said, you're making me look. So he's aware of cameras. Yes. And his image. You're making me look like a, what, what do you say? Like a dick or something. He says Didn't something he like- relate it something back to like his dad or something like. Oh, I might have missed that part, but I, I don't know. know if his I heard parents that died of, of drug overdoses. I mean, that's why. Like, I mean, he, he takes younger, it very personally, but... I guess, to be said he's yeah. not. Well, and the reality is, um, like Sara said, uh, she she doesn't want to have a baby, and like, you know, there are people like Jeannie Mai. I'm so excited. She's having her baby, and she's uh-huh. 41. You know, and she's pregnant. Um, but uh, what's her name? Robin is, does not want a baby. 
<laughs> she, it doesn't she seem does that, that way, even no. though they talk about it all the time and she's made it seem like it's a thing that they're doing, you know, like just like their wedding. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, yeah. The wedding's not going to happen. Yeah. I told you it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, you did. You said that. Um, I'm starting to yeah. now think for her future storyline, I would like for her to um, be single, really kick him to the curb. I know she's all in love with him and all that, but you know, remember when Nini um, separated from, from um, Greg. beloved Greg, rest yeah. in peace, Greg, um, for just a little bit. And it was kind of fun to see her out there and then and then they got back together. So like maybe Mr. Juan Dixon over there needs a maybe you need to bench him, Robin. Time out. Reasonably shady podcast. I don't think she'll, don't think she'll ever do that. Because <laughs> even when they were divorced, she was still living with him and yep, having sex they with lived him together while he was going for their kids or whatever women. they said. Well, and I understand yeah. that the kids are little, you're younger, yeah. you know, but you're 40 now and those kids are well enough. Like you like imagine that would be a storyline. Um watching her just kind of I feel like she'd hate dating though. She'd be like, I don't want to date. <laughs> she should just be like, oh, I do feel like me. they're together or she like hasn't fully ever left because it's like a comfort right. thing. They've known each totally. other for so long, like, mm-hmm. and they've been through everything ups and downs, like the worst of the worst, like with the money issue, you know, like, yeah. I feel like it is just easier like to just pretend like everything's okay. But sometimes that begs the question is, is fine all we want in our story right i mean for me no i would not right. be able to live like that date like day to day and ima- if i start thinking about like my future and that's my reality like i would go crazy like to think that that's what i'm yeah. going to have yeah. for the rest of my life but like, you guys but she allowed it when even when they were divorced yeah even, i mean they're still divorced mm-hmm. and they weren't a quote unquote together she was still in the house living mm-hmm. with him raising mm-hmm. their kids and she knew that he yeah. was out there dating and sleeping mm-hmm. with other women mm-hmm. yeah and how can you how can you go back to like, like when you allow a man to di- to disrespect you like that and allow and you tolerate it, all of a sudden you think that that is going to change dramatically. Yeah. You allowed that to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. She was young. I think when you're in those, Definitely. especially with two little ones. You, no, no, I no. Think- I'm saying like five years ago when she started uh, season one, that was so going oh, on. Oh, 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 oh. I wonder yeah, if see, anything had to do with like money issues too, because the, it just has it on my mind. Not, not that Erica from Beverly Hills is like this, but people have brought up the subject of like mm-hmm. lots of wives, you know, are stuck to their husbands or feel like they're stuck because they don't have financial independence. Like they don't bring in any type of money. And I'm pretty sure she was like a stay at home mom. And like, I don't think she right. was doing like her flipping and stuff and making money, you know, and she has her little, like her not little hat business. I don't know if it does well or not, but um, like, I feel like I could definitely see her at that point, especially after their money issues, which she like said, she blamed herself for the bad investment and trusting right. someone. Like, I wonder if she just felt like deep down she, and not that she said this, but if she felt stuck and like, it's not like she had funds to leave him and support their kids, like on her own, if that makes sense. Yeah. Cause you know, Giselle over there is probably also, in her ear about options about staying Uh together yeah and i think um a lot of women are probably in her situation i do think now she has opportunity she she's been able to take her platform and build her little side hustles that are doing well 
And I think that that's going to change things in their dynamics. I, I would like to think so. But yeah. even if we're going back to season one and her like turning a blind eye, I think that's very common in, in um, like there's there's a really famous song by Rocio Durcal, um, La Costumbre es Más Fuerte Que El Amor, mm-hmm. like your yeah. habit, right? Like we're we're just used to this and sometimes that's even stronger than love like and the habit, uh, yeah just being rather be together than be alone and I think maybe they're both kind of like that this codependency of you know better the devil that I know than the one that I don't and um that's why I would be really excited if she actually was like you know what I can do bad all by myself yeah and and kick him to the curb uh he's a coach put him on time out you know, bench them, <laughs> get a new starting MVP and see if he doesn't hustle harder, you know, um, for all my coaching acronyms. I'm surprised we even stayed this long talking about Robin and Juan, but I, I was, uh, I wasn't equally annoyed by that whole end storyline. I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about Robin in the last five minutes. Okay. Um, this is all bullshit. This is dumb, but yeah. we are talking about it and she's going to stay on the show. Um, yeah girl like go on your own um be you uh, by yourself and and let's watch Juan come come beg you back I mean even Nini went on one date with the guy that gave her the Rolex oh my god the Rolex (laughs) (laughs) one date on camera Robin iconic (laughs) that's all I asked Mm -hmm. (laughs) but anyways um did you guys hate Ashley's outfit as much as I did the shoes the cut of it all of it I hated it I feel like she like people don't hate on her because it's what happens when you're like skinny, you know, and like things don't look necessarily bad on you, you know, because she's like a tiny little person. She's fit. She is, but she's even not she fake boobs. Like so tiny, people probably think she's like, dress. I just I mean, feel like she doesn't dress well. Like, I don't think she right. dresses well either. Like maybe casually. Yeah. Okay. Like when she's more in like her chill kind of clothes, like she's been posting stuff at the beach and she looks cute in like flowy dresses oh, and flowy okay. pants. But like when they dress up, I feel like her most of them are like hit or miss. Um, yeah, because really I dated. love how she looks. I think she's a beautiful woman, and I think um, post pregnancy she's beautiful. I just hate the cut of that dress. Like she um, dresses think- like too early two thousand or like mid two thousands like club wear. <laughs> yeah, the Ed Hardy of it yes. all. <laughs> no, she that's and that's when she met him. Shot, yes. shot, 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 shot. Yes, exactly. Right? Oh God, those are my clothing. Those are my clothing days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, I can smell hey. the Vegas bombs and Yeager bombs. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so. I funny. can feel my hung my hangover right yeah, now. Yeah, the hangover. Ugh. Uh, Irish oh, car bombs. God. All those. Oh yeah. Things. Irish oh, car oh, my bombs. Yeah. No way. No way. This is, this is before uh, child. Before child. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Not nowadays, like two drinks and I'm like the next day, oh, I'm like, two, my back hurts. <laughs> my yes. Two drinks. I need two days to recover. Exactly. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, if, if we ever uh, get this pandemic to live and I'm in DC again, we totally have to do a 2005 night. In yeah. Honor, yeah, 2005. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> and do some Vegas bombs um, at yeah. a reasonable hour, <laughs> like one, like, yeah, exactly. like seven. seven, and then take oh, the whole o'clock. next two days off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so funny. That's a good point you bring up. I didn't even think of that because 
I think she's beautiful. And like, um, girl, just, uh, I think the dress might've been fine if it was strapless and then floor length. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like the, the shoulders of it. And I didn't like the weird V cut that she could barely walk in. Um, mm-hmm. And then run to the arms of Michael. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. Anything about Michael and Chris Bassett? No, he's no. irrelevant. I the, okay, shocking surprise. The only plot twist was that Juan actually likes Michael back, as Robin told us. Yeah, she even said, "I don't know why." <laughs> I wonder if he just like humors him. I don't know. Like that, I, so. I can't imagine Juan just calling Michael to like hang mm-hmm. out and have hang like lunch or like golf or something. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if he just has a fun time with him because he kind of knows that. Michael's weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, just, like, yeah. And has like a little bit of fun. I think so well, too. Remember, remember, was it last season or no? The season before last, where they said that Michael said he would suck his, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember, was season was it season four? I think. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. During the whole. That's when the whole knife throwing thing happened. That yeah. was the, that's what came up mm-hmm. at Candace's mm-hmm. mom's house. Mm-hmm. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it too. I had no doubt he said that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, his humor is seems very much like that. Like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, he seemed way like when when they were at the I forget the first trip. Um, and Robin calls him. He's always like, "Hey, what's up? What do you need?" But then, like, when they're at this wedding, he's like, "Man, Michael said he was gonna come, and he didn't even show up yet." And I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> you show like more affection for Michael Darby." I was <laughs> laughing. Also, I- <laughs> it cracks me. Does anyone like um, find it funny that people are harping on you know Ashley or like Robin specifically was saying, "You know, Michael, you don't come around to anything." And I'm like, "But Juan doesn't come to anything either." Like, right? I know. He never talks. He doesn't show up. He doesn't come on vacations. Like, doesn't come to the reunion. He's not yes, he, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Juan Dixon. Um, it's only because he's cute. We we let a bunch of shit slide. I know, Juan. but he's less cute to me. The more and more like totally. I had that it. same thought after this last episode. I was like, ugh, I can't believe I was such a fangirl. Like, I can't stand him right now. He needs to make it up to us. Um, but I don't think I'll forgive him. <laughs> was there anything else I loved? Um, Macy Gray t- talking about 2005, taking it back. Macy yeah, Gray. 2005. <laughs> and they had to play her daughter trying to sing, bless her heart. That's She's right. so cute, but I don't think that worked out. I don't think so. No, no, no. Uh-uh. They, yeah. And they looked beautiful, and I love, I love Ray getting down. So cute. I just, I love Ray and Karen. Um, yeah, I'm so happy they found like a happy place again and like yeah. worked through it. Yeah, 25 yeah. years, man. Um, I think that was beautiful. I can imagine. Hopefully they broke the curse. The I know. Right? I know. I know. That was my thought also at the end. Like, please don't get divorced. Um, so that actually leads us in because they kind of talk about Giselle shading her and Jamal and all that. Getting into reunion part one. What takeaways? Mm-hmm. There was so much that actually <laughs> so happened. Much. So much. So <laughs> much. I was like, was wow, yeah. this is part one shit yeah. we haven't even gotten to the Nicki Minaj part like wow this is yeah, a lot um, okay so like how they, I didn't like how they came they came after Mia a lot and you know, yeah. I'm a Mia fan and I, I, I don't like, like slut shaming like right. yes and I feel like they always do that to her and then they want grace yes. in other areas but like you guys are also like I, Mia is wishy-washy Mia had lots of stupid stuff that she said and did 
but like the the prostitute shamey you know like candace with her little digs and who cares like who cares she's so open and honest about how her husband met and she's so unbothered about it even like when the salad toss thing was happening and she was like it's your sluts or your um prostitutes here come get me pimp Mm -hmm. she was making everything so light about their situation and they still like continue to try and like drag her down you know about being uh finding her husband like and pointing out that he spent she was like mm, ten thousand dollars that's a lot of money for just talking are you sure that's all you were doing but like who cares they're married yeah. ashley should be the like, last one to be making yes. that comment yes. Yes. ashley yes. Clark, you darby barbie Michael because there. he was kind and your best friend sure okay girl yeah miss darby barbie shut up yeah um yeah. And then Mia actually set the record straight. And, and like you said, they still came for her. She said she had been part of already, what is it? Uh, spa Envy or what was it? So Mas- like Mas- she was Mas- already, so she was already in there, right? Is what I'm understanding. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just like merged. Is that, yeah, and, is that and what bought, it was? And bought, I believe and bought more businesses or something. Right. She already, you know, you had like to, she yeah. already owned, right? And like, she had to have qualified on her own anyways. And he right. just gave her the money to like proceed with the next step. Well, Not that because he bought to stuff. buy a franchise, you have to qualify right. first and mm-hmm. then they let you buy a franchise and, you know, buy one. And so, so it seems like she had one like massage yeah. and B and then I believe he bought where it was able to get more is yeah. my understanding. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. And, and um, like Char was saying, then they just like, or, or Sarah too. I'm also a Mia fan and, like yeah like it's never enough for these ladies and they're like but why i'm like she owns more than any of y'all not one of y'all it's okay to like call her out right and drag her and whatever for the things she said because she also obviously they all go back and forth mia's not innocent you know like she definitely has played her part and she came on strong like their first season i think she like you know got down to business and Mm -hmm. so that's fine but i don't like dragging and continuing to slut shame or like Mm -hmm. you know make digs at someone up, she bought up her big work hand or, or big feet sex again. industry work you know yeah and she continues to bring up her her big feet she mm-hmm. said it again yeah, yeah she did i hate that i don't like that and the I thing like is it. sex work is work yeah like, exactly and they're married they're literally yeah. married currently they are married they have children they are in a functional marriage like it's not like you're talking about she was married to some like preacher and then all of a sudden was you know, doing something like on the side, like cheating on him, you know, with men here and there. And then, and you want to bring that up as like, Ooh, listen to this. That's like yeah. different. I can see you, you know, getting excited to like bring this piece of gossip, but like, you're just talking about her and her husband. There's no gasp clutch, like pearl grab because they're married. So anything that happened doesn't matter because they're, they're a married couple. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, you know it's, it's part of their story. And then to like shame her about, you know, the vaginal rejuvenation or whatever. Yeah. And who, then, cares? Uh, yeah. Who, cares? who cares? And she who didn't lie. I hated that. She, she was like, she's a liar. And she lied about all these procedures, but she really didn't. She's just like airhead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she just says stuff like the game of telephone she played when she completely messed up what she thought she heard. <laughs> like, I can to, just see her. To be fair, I mean, it was almost an accurate <laughs> paraphrase, to be fair. <laughs> oh, oh I, thought, I thought she said you were a weak bitch. I'm like, well, I mean, You're a weak bitch. if you <laughs> I could see that. 
<laughs> she was saying you're not strong enough. I mean, you know, it's a loose. It's not like Mia said like, oh, I got like a little bit of lip injections. And then all of a sudden had had her entire body done. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not revealing anything. Like everything, it seems like they're trying to trip her up and catch her in something. And yeah. she's not lying. She's just a little... Like, and it's not like she's out there putting out rumors that that baby belongs to your trainer and not your husband. Mm-hmm. 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 Or that you mm-hmm. murdered your baby by drinking too much and falling. Oh, yeah. yeah. Touche. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that Shar always comes with the receipts for Ashley because I forget them. You're right, Shar. Yeah, yes, you're ready. There's you're a ready. lot of shade that's been thrown back and forth right. for many seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So who else did they go into that? They really did come for Mia really hard right off the... I didn't like it. me neither um especially like i felt like wendy kept telling her like shut up and i was just like yeah what how did wendy ended up in how did wendy end up in the first chair next day and then moved karen from i know i know the disrespect of the grand dom it should have always been uh karen and giselle that's what we tune in for i guess because of the um, the drama this uh-huh but it didn't even i don't know i didn't it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. So I don't know what's going to come out in this reunion. Yeah, um, I don't like that. Mm. So the other big piece was Jamal, right? The 800,000. Jamal yeah. and then the Candace and the oh, Chris that's right. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The so the quick thing on Jamal, the taxes. Um, I felt like Karen was trying to be a friend to Giselle. Like um, a shady friend, but a friend. Shady <laughs> Nonetheless, friend. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, and, and, and if you were married during the tax it definitely matters it does matter because i was divorced uh as a divorcee um the year that we got divorced um and any year prior to during the time of our marriage you are responsible for the taxes Mm -hmm. together so i don't know why she was saying oh i'm not i'm not responsible i'm not divorced she just wanted to shut it down as she always Mm -hmm. does like she always always does does. so i was Mm -hmm. like girl stop because even I love, the year that I got divorced, like Andy was like, like, nope, nope, it definitely affects yeah, you. Yeah, because the year I got divorced, I was still we, we still had to file taxes together, even though my divorce was final. We were married for most of that year, so you're yeah, still responsible together. So yeah, and the things like, they don't know. tell you, huh? That you're yeah. still on the hook for that tax yeah. money. Yeah. Um, so like I, for, like an example, I was divorced in 2015 in August. We still had to file our taxes together. Because it wouldn't make sense to file separately because most of the year we were married. Oh, so if wow. we were to file separate, like for me, if we were to file, okay, you're married, but you're filing separate, it would actually incur more of a cost. I would right. owe more money in taxes. So it was just better to file together, even though we were divorced by the middle part of the year. Yeah. The so you're, more not com- you know. you're not completely free until the next tax year. And then did she ever answer the whole thing? I know she tried to make it seem like, oh, I knew about all that with the binder and all that. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you were just wanting to look like a fool on purpose. Okay, Giselle, that's what you want to go with. Did she ever answer it? I didn't hear an answer. No, she didn't know. And I mean, she didn't know like because Karen even said, oh, did you know he was with another woman? Did you know he fathered a, you know, or somebody said a father, another Mm -hmm. baby? She's like, oh, yeah, we already discussed it. No, she didn't know all Mm -hmm. that. How would you, because you, how, why would you go on and let, let him make a fool out of you, you know? And then she tried to say, oh, we woke up in January, February, but then they pulled up an article <laughs> where it said in December that he said he was single. Mm-hmm. Oh, Giselle, so. Giselle, Giselle, yeah. Giselle. Um, 
I don't know why she also bothers with Jamal, but I think that was all that we had with um, her emotional moment. Or her saying that stuff doesn't bother her and that she didn't care. And like, even Andy was like, if I got back with someone, you know, and this was the second go around, like, I feel like if they found out they cheated on me a second time that I would feel shitty. Like, I would feel like, you know, the feelings from before, like resurfacing. And she was like, no, I don't care. I just don't care. It doesn't bother me. I think it would hurt if you believe the lie to begin with. If you were you know it's bullshit, and he was yeah. trying to get that out of her. He's like, we know everyone knows, like, like you act like a robot. And then finally, she said something about like, oh, okay, yeah, I do put up walls, and that was like the most he's ever gotten her to like even close to admitting that like she is human underneath and like doesn't know how to cope, you know? Yeah, because I think she was probably waiting for him to fuck up. I don't think she was like in love, and I think she's in love with the idea of. Mm-hmm getting but it was dumb because her daughters even told her they're like we don't like this like right. don't don't do this mm-hmm. it's not gonna end well but i think she's battling that whole traditional side of herself and this whole Ugh. image of re reconnecting a quote broken family and and that's the danger when you hold on to antiquated ideas like that um you don't need to do that you you didn't also need her to kids are grown and they literally mm-hmm. told her not to yeah i think this was for her not them you know because it's this whole other you know the way she was raised she's a traditionalist Mm. that way and just that idea of staying together kind of what we were saying earlier about robin and juan you know um oh and then she had this oh that was the big dig about people assuming she was dating van jones (laughs) (laughs) who wants to give the wendy line oh my god oh i forgot what it was she said oh a woman of integrity yeah integrity oh oh no she's not his type and andy said oh she's not his type and she said no everyone knows he likes to date women of integrity (laughs) 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 facts that's funny van jones isn't necessarily my favorite but that was hilarious i was gonna say yeah he's not right my favorite that's a whole but that was definitely yeah (laughs) a shady ass like little dig there that was quick so worth it um and so now i think the biggest part is uh candace ratata that dillard bassett okay what do we have to say about this whole thing i mean there's so many layers to the whole candace first part here Where okay, well, so he starts with um her mom and and um Chris. I did feel for her. It reminded me a lot of um uh Atlanta Candy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Todd, yep. right? I'm and getting those vibes as well, like totally. And she's saying that the in-laws watch, and you know, how is she supposed to like, but then I'm like, girl, but you're being you talk to him ugly too, like yeah. <laughs> So as the as the women who have been married in this podcast, I have no idea what any of that all feels like. What do y'all think? What do y'all have to say about that part first? I mean, I would say at least not defending Candace's actions, but that has to be a lot of pressure, like to feel like you're she clearly has mommy issues. So she said it like when she was talking about getting signed in that episode before and she was like. I couldn't be here without my mom. I'm so happy my mom's next to me. And I'm like, but your mom is toxic as fuck. Like how <laughs> it's just wild to see her. I get, it. I mean, 
I don't get it, but, but I get it because she's a child and a parent and there's obviously the weird dynamics, like power dynamics there. Um, but like, I can't imagine having to be the person that's in between, like diffusing between my mom and my husband and then between my husband and my mom, between my husband and his family and my mom and his family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's super shitty. Um, and adds to her already volatile like personality so like I just feel like that's a adds, there's always like gunpowder on this fire whatever I'm trying to say um which should she check her mom me, and can you I I think she should but she won't because they have that weird dynamic where like she talks back but her mom slaps her across the face with a purse you know like and then she Candy also her. never checked mama Joyce ever <laughs> the only thing that was different was that Candy seemed to be like have balls like candy would just do what she needed to do you know candy's always been like a go-getter and just like does stuff and like even when her mom talks maybe more now you know she like she'll be like okay okay and like roll her eyes like you can think what you want to think but candace still has that like little girl she wants to like buck up but like when her mom really gets mad or i feel like she just kind of cowers back you know mm-hmm. like she doesn't Definitely. actually check her mom right like I, and she said i cursed her out like i'd never cursed her out before and I regret doing that but like I don't think that's the norm I don't think Candace would ever draw that line and like make the boundary to cut her mom out or at least like distance herself it doesn't seem that way anyways that's a tough one I don't oh I'm such a mama's girl I don't think I would um be able to do that either however my mom definitely is of the mindset that like um she doesn't meddle too much yeah unless exactly she thinks something Dottie's like a whole yeah and they showed the clips like of her like obviously mia was being messy clearly but (laughs) her mom was like walking around and she did talk she talked to every single person she sure did and karen was like no 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 right away from me (laughs) like they she really tried to like you know have her moment in the spotlight so i can see how that's it's shitty for Candace, but not that again, Candace definitely is an adult and she can take responsibility for her blowups and stuff like that. But like, that's a, she's in a tough place, like with a lot of people like on either side of her mm-hmm. that can potentially fight, you know? What do you think about that dynamic? Do you cut the mom out? Do you try to fix this? What are you doing? <laughs> that is, you know, gosh, that is so difficult. It is very difficult because, you know, I, I had a situation like when I was married um, and I don't know if I told you guys this. I don't remember how many you've heard so many of my stories. Uh, You know, my ex-husband actually involved his parents in our marriage as one of our issues. No. And yeah. And listen, that is like, that's just something you don't do. You don't involve your parents Mm -hmm. in your relationships because they don't, that doesn't recover. You you, you don't, it doesn't recover. If you involve them in your relationships, they don't forget about your arguments. They don't forget about if it's financial, if it's trust, they don't forget. Now, if you confide in your friends, you know, some stuff, you know, your friends may not like it, but if they're your friend, they want to be in your life. They have to get over it. Mm -hmm. You know, like if your friends vent to you about their husband, oh, can you believe he did this? You do this. Okay. You may not necessarily think the husband's maybe the greatest person in the world, but as a friend, you get over it because that's, you know, that's your friend's husband and you want your friend in your life and you want to be there for her. But you may be in the back of your head, not think that that's the, the greatest guy in the world, but you still deal with it. But parents 
don't forget that. And I think that like, for example, like Candace's mom is not obviously not a fan of Chris. She doesn't, in my opinion, it just seems like she doesn't respect him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and she, and Candace has let her mother in her marriage. Mm-hmm. And that is a wedge. Like she said it once that's in there and you let those third parties in your marriage, it, it just affects the relationship. Yep. And it sucks because Chris like handles her like for what it's worth. He does like the best job mm-hmm. you could do. I don't know he anyone does. Like I would not be able to handle that shit. Like I would, I could not take what he takes from her and keep a cool, calm, like for the most part head. Like, I don't know. He's, he's like a parent to her. It's almost like he parents her, honestly. Um, The only piece of advice that I would, because I've been in a somewhat similar situation. I mean, you can't cut your mom out, but she needs that distance that distance needs there's need to be distance between her mom is way too involved in mm-hmm. her marriage but you also, not like pure intention <laughs> right yeah I don't think she I don't think she would cut her mom out but because her mom has her own bedroom in the house mm-hmm. even though they say that mm-hmm. she's not helping financially I don't be, I don't know if I fully believe that there's right. something there and and uh, the her mom has way too much control or too much influence in her life. Um, like for me, you know, I would tell my ex-husband, quit telling your parents stuff, mm-hmm. quit involving them in our relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't really ever do that. And I hated that. Like it was, was he like a mommy's much. boy or like, yeah. like really close. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. super tough. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he wouldn't stand up for me. He wouldn't Ooh, no. stick oh. up for me. And you know, I mean, if he was immature, I mean, he's not that way now with his new wife, but you know, that's, you know, that's, that was a lesson learned from me. I was just like, no. And then I've also learned that even if I, when I was in a relationship, and even my last relationship, there are certain things that I wouldn't disclose because to my friends or even to my family members, because there's just things that you shouldn't even tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. People don't get over shit. Right. Right. You know, and 100%. then if you stay with that person, you know, that's always going to be in the, the back of people's minds. A hundred percent. That was advice my mom always gave. She was like, don't ever share anything like that. Of course, like there are different reasons. Like if you're going through like abusive stuff in your marriage, that's yeah. different. You like, right. get help. Yes. But, like on a, in a regular quote unquote relationship. Um, yes. She always said like, whatever you share just know that whoever you're sharing with will always have that negative thing in the back of their mind of of your loved one or whatever you're sharing so like don't say stuff or don't ask for advice um to certain people if you're not comfortable with them carrying that like information you know a hundred percent i totally agree also does anyone feel like her Sorry, finish your thought because I have another thought and it's going to take it like in a different tangent. Oh, I was no, just no, going to say, was, was I was just going to say about my, my mom has a dicho like all señoras do, right? She says, <laughs> nunca le digas a alguien que no tienes calzones porque no te van a comprar calzones <laughs> y te van a decir la de sin calzones. And it's the same thing. Like, yeah. don't ever air out your problems, people, because in English, I've also heard like 80% of the people don't care and 20% of the people are happy you have them. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Go for it. People, Char. what is it? There's that thing that's like, 
it takes like 10 positive thoughts to erase like a negative one or something. Damn, is that real? Yeah, there's some, it's like a legit like number. Like, so for, if you have something negative said or something negative happens to you or you have a negative thought, it takes like 10 positive things to offset that one negative thing. Oh, man. So like my mom, that was what my mom was saying. She was like, if you're going to say something or like vent about your marriage, make sure you're also praising the good stuff or otherwise the person will only form the picture of your vents to them, you know, like everything you vent to them is the only picture they'll have of who your like husband in my case is, you know, like behind the scenes. I was like, oh yeah, that's a good point. A hundred percent. Yep. Do you, does anyone get the vibe? Like, I don't know Candace's exact story or like her mom's story, like after their parents, you know, divorced and how she really was raised. But I get this feeling like her mom is really just resentful. Not that Chris is bad or like actually riding on her coattails, even though he might be a little bit like in between jobs with, you know, losing the restaurant and stuff right now. But like he handles her pretty well. Like I feel like as a supportive parent, like a normal, healthy relationship parent would be excited that their daughter who could be difficult and maybe emotional found someone that is committed to like trying to understand her and not also blowing up. So like, to me, it seems like she might just be jealous. Maybe Candace and her like, they were all each other. Like that's all they had for a while. And her mom has like that relationship with her of like, like partner versus child, you know? And that, that's like, it's really not healthy, point. but like, I feel, I get this vibe from her that her mom is just jealous that Candace is maybe doing stuff that her mom wishes she'd or like has a healthy mm-hmm. relationship seemingly, um, is like successful. Um, and maybe her mom, they might get along like behind closed doors. I haven't seen them really have like a, a what seems like a genuine mother daughter, like genuine real moment. Cause her mom always seems like she's putting on for the camera a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I feel like her mom might be jealous that either Candace has been taken away from her or that Candace is so or successful Candace got and, a good one. and young and like, you know, doing stuff. She doesn't like it. So she kind of tries to keep her like tied down or like pull her back or like mess with her. I don't know. I don't know if I'm articulating exactly what I'm seeing. Yeah. Misery loves company for sure. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. I never thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense. Um, I've seen that in mother and daughter relationships. The mom could be a thorn in the side because she is jealous. You got the life she wanted or the husband in this case. Yeah. Um, Or she lost her daughter, which she was like her partner in crime, even if she is manipulative, you know, but maybe she feels like. Because remember when Candace like wanted to invite her dad, she was so like, oh, yeah, she ripped mm-hmm. Candace to shreds. And that has nothing to do with Candace. Candace is just a daughter inviting her father to her wedding. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you should yeah. not be taking out your aggression on a man who like cheated on you or did you wrong as two adults. That should not be a conversation you have with mm-hmm. your kid. That's a weird codependency thing. Totally. That is such a great point. I think that's probably true. I think you solved it because um, that makes a lot of sense to me right now, actually. <laughs> um, I just see it. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah, and I gl- I'm glad that in the preview they showed that Chris is going to, like, get his moment. Because, yeah, everyone wants to act like coattails. I'm like, what coattails? She came <laughs> with, like, nothing really. Something yeah, pageant person. Um, just like Ashley Darby. And uh, he was established and he has his uh his own vibe like he's not so i'm glad i'm glad that he's gonna get his moment but going back to the candace situation um the next i think dig that was thrown in is kind of it kind of ties in about uh candace and her 
her comments in relation to Mia's mom, but then also then it segues to Andy being like, uh, how do you not take any kind of accountability? To which Candace replies, she should be grateful. <laughs> the what the <laughs> fuck moment of this reunion. Oh, um, you said this before. I don't know. I She's just so much. Like, I want to root for her. We said this before at last mm-hmm. time, too. Mm-hmm. I want her to do well. And she does have points. The problem is that it's so hard to take her point seriously because of all the other bullshit that comes out of her mouth mm-hmm. and, like, her combativeness. Like, she could just apologize and, and just be like, you know what? Yeah, I I do go places. Like, when, what's her name? Giselle or someone was like, you take it. Or Karen was like, you take it to this place where, like, it's it's, like, talking to a completely different person when you're mm-hmm. raging. And she's like, oh no, I'm in there, which makes it sound so like, so you know what you're doing. So you're acting like an asshole and you're saying that you're fully aware, like, instead of using that and being like, yes, I know I lose my, I'm working on that. I lose my shit. And that's, you know, like, that's why I act out because I'm, I lose control in the moment. She's like, no, I know. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm just like, grow up, please. Well, and then she throws a dig in the preview. She does it again about her mom. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, like, why? Um, a lot of people on Twitter and on social media were saying that Andy's trying to paint her a certain way. I'm like, "Mm, he's not in every episode. (laughs) Like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) Like, uh, no, she is volatile when it comes to her mouth. That's why Zen Wen calls her rat tat 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 tat. She's imitating the sound of a machine gun. Rat tat 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 tat. Like, uh, that's how her mouth is her ammunition and, and it's, she's right like she she's making like it, she's great at shade she's great at quick comeback she is, that i just funny. wish she, she could just be like okay like the I, nice part of it the shady part is cute yes. it's funny it's clever but she acts like everybody and then did you guys catch karen she's like giselle and i are the best at it <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, Surrey and There's an old school, like Phaedra shade. Yes. You know what? That no, is they're true. not even close to Phaedra. Phaedra is the queen. Yeah. That Southern Belle kind of shade. Uh huh. She's the best. But I wish Candace would just own up to like those moments. They showed the moments on camera where she's like screaming at Chris. When you're screaming at your husband, you have to like sit back and be like, whoa. Like, I, I do go off a little bit. I, it's something I need to work on. Obviously, it's something like she gets <laughs> triggered and loses herself in the moment. Um, and it's not fun. She said it's just because people can't keep up with what I'm putting out there, you know, like what my mouth says. But that's it's a little bit more than that. Yeah, I don't understand what Mia's supposed to be grateful about. I guess, does she mean like grateful? I, it's not worse? Is that what maybe she, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I was going to say though, that in all of this again, because I was, I'm always like, Oh, Candace, like, I want you, like you make good points. Um, you had mentioned this, I think last week, um, or the last time, you know, we talked that Mia is crying about, you know, her mother might relapse because of what Candace is saying, but Mia is the one who chose to bring her on the show and also put her, you know, aired out that conversation. Remember the film conversation where she got frustrated with the kids. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that, like you said, like it, last week perfectly like inadvertently she might not realize she's doing this but she's the one who really did bring her mom on whether her mom was like kind of nervous excited to tell her story it really seems like 
it's on Mia, not mm-hmm. like, I mean, Candace is Candace, whatever. She does say stuff that's like inappropriate and crosses the line. But ultimately Mia decided to bring her on the show. She's so concerned about her mom. Like, wouldn't you think she'd be like, whoa, 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 let's just back off. And like, we don't need to put you on the show while you're in this like sensitive place in your life, you know? Yeah. Cause we saw that's it happen true. with Whitney's dad. And if you guys notice, he's not on Mm-hmm. Season and he had a relapse. Oh, I'm sorry for anyone listening. I'm talking about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, Whitney, Whitney Rose had her. <laughs> I hate the way like her pentameter and her voice. It drives me nuts. Yeah, it um, me too. <laughs> so, but um, Whitney Rose is father. Her father was on last season and he also was battling a drug drug addiction, which she told us from like the gate from episode one and. I really, my heart went out to her storyline and um, I was worried for him and I'm wondering also what this did. And so anybody that's watching now season two, in case you didn't see season one, he's not back. He's not on the season. And also he relapsed right after it aired. I think that's what they said in like over the summer, if I remember correctly, I think they asked her. Yeah. And so it is a very, um, it's very, uh, I guess, vulnerable is the easiest word I can think of. But I, I, yeah, I was like, Mia, like, what are you thinking? Only because you, she then went so hard. I, even as I was doing the Instagram stories, I was still mad about it. I was like, how dare she? Uh, and then, and then G talking about like, kind of like how he was, he was having a fight with her. And I know we've said this in, in other topics, like, keep the fighting to the women. And when I rewatched that, the crab boil episode right before the wedding episode, he says, you know, cause they're, they're retelling it for the cameras. And he's like, yeah. And then I had to get in, in a fight with her about it. And I was like, Oh, the fuck you did like, mm. what? Oh, I can't, but I digress. Yeah. So it was interesting when they, when they did the clip of her, her exit story uh, for Mia, they said they're building a new house where they're going to build a suite for her mom. Mm. And that they're working on that. But I do think, what do you guys think? Who's more responsible then? Does Can or does Candace and her her uh, commentary, because she's about to throw a dig in one of the next reunions, should she feel any type of way uh, about it? Or, or should Mia be grateful, I guess, as Candace puts it? Mm, not grateful. Angie then calls out... Um, Mia and says that she's equal, equally a disaster on Twitter or on social media. She said um, her social media manager. <laughs> her and Jen. <laughs> her and Jen have a social media manager, <laughs> which I, I, I don't buy for one minute. It's her. She's a for season one housewife. She's not, she doesn't have a social, social media manager. <sighs> Any other commentaries um, y'all have for reunion episode one? I'll just say that um, to finish out what we were just talking about that Candace is definitely, she should be responsible for her words and actions, but you're coming on speaking about Mia's mom. Like Mia obviously knows what the show is. So it's not like she's coming into this blindly, you know? So she has some responsibility to like, I guess, keep her mom safe if that's what she wants to do. I mean, if mm-hmm. her mom legitimately came out and was like, I wanted to do this, I told her I'm going to do this, you know? And like, she wanted to, you know, she told me to sit out, you know, the few episodes and I really wanted to do this. That's different, but I agree. Candace wasn't being the nicest about it and is not trying to be empathetic, but, or it didn't seem that way. But 
I agree with the fact that her mom did seem to be like shy and a little bit uncomfortable, you know, it didn't really seem like her mom was out there, like to tell her story, you know, there's no like a side interview where her mom's like, and this is me. And you know, this is what I'm going through and I'm, I'm happy to be here with my daughter or something like more like concrete. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think her mom wanted to do it. I think Mia was like, mommy, this would be good. We should do this. And her mom probably wanting to appease was like, okay. Yeah. And Mia's very open, which is great. That's not necessarily how her mom probably. Right. I don't think, yeah, I don't think she wanted all that out there. Cause remember even when the producers were asking her about her prison sentence, she's like, Oh, I don't think she wants me to say that. Yeah. So, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see because I'm like now that they're talking about it and it feels I guess in the next one Candace is gonna um throw a dig about her mom again she says your mom you know and and at this Ugh. point but what like, does you bring know the history point, just stop talking exactly just don't go there keep it to like how they said with Ashley don't go for white body keep it to her forehead I love oh my god I love that Karen was like don't come for my forehead <laughs> Um, I'm curious about her. There was a clip about her um, when she was signing with the agency and they were like, you know, we know that like stuff is dramatic, you know, and can get out there, but we want to keep it to just about your music and <laughs> showing people a side that they may not know about, you know, I'm like, like, okay, like how long is that going to last like, I know. before they give her like a warning or something, you know? Yeah. Cause she doesn't seem to be toning it down on Twitter at all. And <laughs> Mm, she can't or be doing that anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what else was it? So Karen was wanting to make it clear her, she is not part of the five head club. Um, I didn't even notice Ashley's forehead, honestly. If it wasn't for the fact that Candace brings it up a lot. But that's that nice of you. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it a big forehead? <laughs> Does she have a big forehead? It's a big forehead. She rocks it though, and she's never like shied away from. Yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never even paid attention. But going back to Candace, um, I am glad that from what it looks like, Nicki Minaj comes in for Candace. From what I've seen, the little clips, you know, they were saying like, who is it that she really read out? I think it was a clip from Wendy, and Wendy said, you know, she she really read Candace, and I was like, oh God, yes, let this let this be the moment I'm waiting for. Uh, also, so, like, does Candace talk back to her? Because they're all kind of starstruck, it seems. So, like, I wonder. I don't think she can because Candace is trying to break into the music business. <laughs> I don't think you can say a damn thing. Um, yeah, I can't with Candace and her fucking tears and the and like telling Andy, is that my fault? Should I? Uh, yes. Stop talking shit. <laughs> but anyways um any last comments about either reunion one or now beverly hills reunion is complete do you ladies have final thoughts on uh beverly hills now that we went to four episodes i roll <laughs> right i thought the it was more dramatic yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and they're all back right you guys have seen the clips of them filming yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're all back um did you guys feel it was fair uh, how hard he went in on Erica or was it lacking? Yes. I mean, and I feel like to, like she answered the questions, but I just feel like the overall tone, everything, even when she did the final answer, she was like, why did you do this to me? Why did you leave me with all these suits? And like never once showed any sort of compassion or broke out of her ice queen character. 
like it just doesn't seem real it seems all rehearsed and some bullshit and like even he looked at her and he was like you're like no one I've ever met you're just you're a piece of work like also hated that dress too bad cut that she wore she just she did not look great no girl you were sitting right there and every time she crossed her legs I was like oh (laughs) be careful like that was a bad cut also to wear um if you're gonna sit in the hot seat with Andy Cohen but anyways all right ladies well um I'm excited to see the next three parts and I can't wait to hear who Nicki Minaj reads um I hope they all get a little piece of of Nicki (laughs) all right guys well keep it here we're gonna go through the reunion with you guys um tune in next time reunion part two Potomac and apparently Eddie's been sliding into DMs I don't buy that for one minute but someone's gonna bring that up did you guys catch that clip yeah mm-hmm. we i don't see. buy it i don't buy it Mm-mm. okay guys thank you for tuning in we'll see you next time bye